five, four, three, two, fun. Welcome to another episode of the Ready Set Pwn Podcast, your premier source for everything to do with the Vancouver Titans. I am Chris at Lightforce, the voice coming to you from self-distancing amongst podcast hosts, I guess, although we generally do that uh, already, the three of us connect <laughs> virtually each and every week. But I am joined by Sam at Another Sam Chan and Omni at Omni Strife. Welcome, gentlemen. Uh, I think, think yep. Yeah. I think one of you guys should move because you guys are in the same city. That's too close. True. I, that's what he just wants you to think. We were actually always asked to arrive at this shady office outside of town. I can, now we can finally work from home. And uh, I was getting tired from my like, three hours commute to this podcast. So mm-hmm. mandated. Yes. The shady office out of town, also known as Coquitlam. <laughs> mm. Dude, the bears here are nuts now. There's well, a I bear saw- who ran through a car. What? Oh, I saw I saw that they was trying to get to like some fried chicken or something like that. Maybe so it's out here, to buy toilet paper. The funniest thing is that fried chicken joint I had it on Sunday. Was it good? Oh yeah. Not yeah. not worth running through a car, but you know, well, if you're, you're good if enough. You're a, if you're a bear, your standards are probably pretty low. Hmm. Who knows? And then, and then there was the video of the bear, like was it outside <laughs> your house? Yeah, that was inside my house. So who knows? We were See? joking about me fighting bears, but it's uh, it's actually happening. My dog right. scared it away. I got to show it to Lena. She's paranoid. She's like uh, afraid of them coming into the city. <laughs> well, we're I think we're pretty pretty safe in Richmond. There was a sighting like years ago that there was a oh bear there was one in years ago I'm off like McDonald that. Beach. Um, so by <laughs> by like the airport. The problem was is that they never actually figured out if it was a bear. There were sightings. There were tracks. There was it's a bear scare. Really scat. big raccoon. And well, yeah, well, th- that was what the thought was, or like, a, like, how could someone get confused? But, um, you know, BC Parks or whatever the group is that uh, handles this sort of thing, they actually put up warnings uh, <laughs> to say that there was a bear sighted in the area. And the That's the crazy. science behind it explained it as if the, it is possible for oh. a bear to make its way sort of from, you know, Sam country through the different green belts. <laughs> Into onto the river and possibly like hitch a ride on a log boom or something like that. They probably wanted to hit up LA chicken. <laughs> Where LA chicken. Is that the one over like East Richmond? That's I think, uh, number five road, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all these people that tune into our podcast that don't know Metro Vancouver right now are completely lost. But, but I mean, we do get quite a few listeners asking us like, Oh, what should we check out when we're in town? LA chicken. Not, not a bad joint. It's not the easiest place to get to if you're relying on transit, though. Nah, but, you know. (laughs) Anyhow, we are going to talk a little bit about uh, Overwatch. Uh, Our podcast is almost prophetic, because what was it I think I said? I said something along the lines that all the news will break tomorrow. Yep. And what happened? All the news broke. Pretty much. Tomorrow. Actually, it just broke. Yeah, everything you're broke. Li- you're listening to it right now and reading all the the news that we don't already know. But uh, the Overwatch League went and made some big changes to its schedule and big changes to the homestands uh, for our current month in March and April. So we're talking a little bit about this episode and ultimately what's now going to occur uh, within the league moving forward, or at least moving forward over the course of the next uh, eh, six to eight weeks or so. 
we've got some Vancouver Titans uh, chatter to talk about, uh, some Overwatch news, and uh, a few other things. So you know what? Let's uh, let's get ourselves into the payload. Moving the payload. Join me. Is there really a podcast curse? Like, is this legitimately now something that we can claim fame for? You shouldn't, like, apply it on top of the entire podcast. I think it starts with you. There is yeah. the Light Force curse that was inflicted upon Toronto. Exactly. And it, they have it one sense. It just trickles out to everything else now. Well, you know, we talk about this, you know, every so often because Vancouver Titans news breaks, like, the moment our podcast episodes go live. Uh, the Overwatch uh, League will announce things. And I, you know, we, we had a running joke, uh, with Maddie, uh, when she was with the Titans as to us changing the date we record. And her response is you totally should, because we'll just shift our news yeah. one day further. Well, but it's, it's more like a blessing. It's like a, like a rain dance that we do a little bit before mm-hmm. and then it just pours, but we should really think about how to use it to our advantage. <laughs> In in so much as like just throw stuff at the wall and then hope yeah, the news breaks totally. the following day, totally like new hero time, hmm. new <laughs> well, team in Coquitlam. We're, okay, new team in Coquitlam is probably more likely. New hero time. We're going to talk a little bit about that in the fray. Coquitlam but, Bears. Um, as far as as Titans news, considering we are in the payload, uh, the Vancouver Titans are going to be playing a match. They actually are going to play this game that we know as uh, Overwatch, and that's going to take place on Sunday, March 29th at 7 p.m. Pacific against the Dallas Fuel. And if for some reason you were not aware, it will be played online, which we'll talk more about all those changes when we get into the fray. But how long has it been since the Titans played? Like, was it 2017 when they last played a match? It was 1874. I'm not really sure, really. I want to believe this is exactly what we need in these bleak times. Wait till we do recasts of the old games. <laughs> uh, well, you know, we were talking about uh, traditional sports and the impact that, uh, you know, the coronavirus disease or, or COVID-19 is going to have uh, on on the events uh, of the day. And, and, I mean, completely, you know, shifted after our podcast. Like, we cursed the entire sports world. Like, but why I bring this up is there are people now watching AI play AI in like NHL 20. <laughs> hey, and, it's better than nothing. You know, is it possible that we set up a custom match in Overwatch and simply watch, you know, bots 6v6? It's not possible because you got a queue to get in. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you want bots, we can just play amongst ourselves. That's pretty much the same <laughs> level of the AI in the game. I don't know. Bots are better than me. Oh, Mm, I can take debatable. shots at myself. Debatable. Don't take shots at yourself. The life force curse is real. <laughs> He's trying to like psychological reverse psychology on it. Sure. Um, but back on the Titans. Uh, yes, the Vancouver Titans are going to be playing the Dallas Fuel online on Sunday, March 29th, <clears> 7 p.m. Uh, so make sure you update your calendar or better yet, just subscribe to the calendar we've set up at readysetupon.com slash calendar. Because it will be updated shortly with all of the updated schedule changes, uh, simply because the move from homestand-driven experience to the online-driven experience is taking place, as we said, so the 68 weeks. The other news, which we don't have an answer for yet, is that the May homestand is probably up in the air. 
I think it's safe to say right now is if that homestand were to take place, it would be at the edge of either, you know, the, the BC, CDC, uh, Health Canada, uh, the CDC in the United States, or even, you know, the, the World Health Organization sort of suggesting that people can get back together in, in large-scale events. And I, I, quite frankly, have doubts. And that's not to suggest that I'm trying to be pessimistic. Right. It's just reality that the CDC in the United States has suggested that people should not gather together. Right now, they're actually, I think they've lowered it down to groups of 10 for the next eight weeks. Eight weeks is two months. Two months from now is when this homestand would take place. I don't know from a planning perspective that you would leave it to the last possible minute to make that decision. I'll be pessimistic. It's done. Yeah, the optimist in me wants it to happen so bad, but those uh, estimates were like the ones made by CDC were uh, considering people would actually self-isolate and don't do the stupid things we we are uh, seeing online. <laughs> if everybody would just podcast and- virtually, we'd be good. But no, you got to <laughs> yeah. gather together and podcast. So... Mm. They, 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 we are all told to flatten the curve, right? So meaning the mm-hmm. spread, spread out the infection rate over time. So uh, prevention is really tough. And, and if we do like the, if we do a good job with flattening the curve, so it just lasts longer, but the same amount of people might still be infected. Bottom line is I'm, I'm not sure it'll happen. Yeah. And you know, this is just us looking at a calendar, taking the information that's been made available to us to the moment and saying it's it's a tough thing yeah. to convince ourselves that it will go ahead. Uh, you bring up flattening the curve, and I'm going to go off the rails a little bit. There seems to be some confusion over this concept of flattening the curve. The intent is not to somehow magically make the virus disappear. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not likely going to have a vaccine magically get developed and, and be ready for mass production in this sort of eight-week period. Flattening the curve is simply an intent to ensure that our healthcare system can handle those that will need to access it. So again, I am not an epidemiologist. I am not a mathematician. I'm simply relying on the information that I have. And, and, you know, second of all, you should not be taking the words of us here at RSP for gospel. Go to actual websites like the World Health Organization, uh, the CDC for myself, I would go to the British Columbia CDC website for for this information. But the idea behind flattening the curve is that if, let's say, 10% of all people who get infected with the the virus need hospital care, our hospital system just can't handle that load because there's still already all sorts of people who require hospital care for everything else. Yeah, don't listen. The curve is just about ensuring that, you know, the rate of infection is slowed from that exponential growth rate. Yeah, you don't want to listen to us in this in these topics. I mean, we barely understand Overwatch, and that's the topic of our podcast. <laughs> well, I was going to suggest flattening the curve <laughs> by doing some more sit-ups, but... Oh, there's that curves. type of flattening the curve, too. Um, mm. You know, again, off the rails even further, uh, was that Jurgen Klopp was continuously asked, he's the manager of the Liverpool Football Club, oh, he's yeah. continued to ask like, his thoughts on, on coronavirus and COVID-19 disease, and, and he's like, what does it matter that a football manager has thoughts on this or not? Go and talk to the doctors, the medical experts. Why are you asking me? Yeah, go listen to the Overwatch podcast instead. <laughs> yeah, he totally said that. Listen to RSP. I tune this in. This is why Liverpool is the best football club in the world. Don't at there me. You, there yeah. you go. 
But no, I mean, go to reputable sources, um, not us. I'm simply bringing it up because I do know there are those that listen. And the the thing that we implore that you do is is focus on the reputable sources. Don't don't rely on Twitter just because someone said it on social media doesn't make it true. In uh, fact, if Sam says it's probably not true, yeah. Uh, well, if it's okay. on Facebook, again, same rule applies. I mean, in fact, uh, you know, here if you happen to live in British Columbia, um, you're curious about this, go to COVID19.thrive.health. There's an actual website that's set up that provides information, and then it's like a little tool to walk you through you know, uh, whether or not you may uh, be impacted. So again, that website link, go to there. Enough of that. Let's talk about the Vancouver Titans one more time. Like, bring us back on the rails. I'm the one who took us off. I'm bringing us back. We've seen some video content get created. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I'm, I'm a little underwhelmed. I'll it's, be the first. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I mean, it's something. Uh the the intentions are good and the topics could be nice. I'm I'm just like I don't like how much they're they're uh, investing into editing them and they're placing the nice effects on them and the music. It's all nice production, but but be a bit more gentle with editing. I don't mind seeing the rough cut of this. It will probably be more interesting than the like the very fine tuned uh, video content that we get. I want to I want to hear them more. I want to hear the rapport between the the different um, players play out a little bit more something a bit more raw, so to speak. Well, so the point that I, I was going to uh, suggest, which is really in line with what you said, seeing the rough cut, seeing more, you know, I, the first one that was produced, which was, I believe just uh, a week ago, mm. the preview, the Twitter tease was a third of the actual content that was released. <laughs> uh, and, and that's, that's presuming I simply, you know, allow for the time of just highlights of Fisher playing for the Soul Dynasty with absolutely no commentary as being part of it. If I cut that out, then it's like the tease was a half of it. And I think that goes to the 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 point you raised where it is so refined. They're probably investing a lot of time and a lot of effort. And it's really well done. Yeah. But it just occurs to me that the the payout seems to be a little bit light. I, I get though, as a beggar, I, I should not be a chooser. Mm. It's just the rough cut, you know, the personality. This is the thing that we have continuously said we want to see more of. Let us better understand the players themselves. And that seems to be what's missing. The 30-second sanitized version, that doesn't that tells me what you want me to hear. It doesn't give me the ability to get to know them as, as people. So allow me to present an alternative theory. And this is, in fact, conjecture, theory, Sam making stuff up. There's which your hashtag. Which never which, happens. Which never happens, right? I, I almost never make stuff up. Um, but so so my wife and I are practicing self-isolation. <clears throat> Excuse me. That was not a planned clearing of the throat. I mean, my throat is just sore or dry. Um, but my wife and I have been practicing self-isolation. And it's like day two, day three, whatever. Um, and she's already saying that I'm driving her delirious. And we chose to be married to each other um i love my wife i presume my wife loves me maybe a little more less after this week but you know we we choose to be here now let's talk about the titans these eight guys they're like brothers they're like family and now they're here in vancouver or actually if we're being specific we're there in burnaby and they don't speak the language and they're stuck between these eight guys or nine guys or 10 11 if you count alfred and the staff and all those guys 
and they have to spend all their lives together and they're supposed to perform in front of a camera. I might make a prediction that maybe they don't want to be on a camera. I don't know. That might be out there. And I know I'm going against Titans cord. Maybe they don't want to show personality. Maybe they're grumpy. Maybe they're homesick. Maybe they're actual sick, sick. I don't know, but I can't imagine them having a good time right now, especially since, you know, they were brought here to play games, to play matches, to see crowds, to get hop, get pumped. Um, and they're doing for lack of a better term, squat all. Um, so I can't imagine if I had a bunch of unhappy, grumpy teens to early twenties on my hands that I could make much out of it. So, so, you know, and, and I know the clips are short, but I have a feeling that the Titans staff is trying to make, you know, some lemonade out of lemons right now. So that's just my theory, but you know, it's, it's far too reasonable of a take, Sam. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not believing it. <laughs> you're just, you're just using the same excuses that you use uh, when your wife gets upset. So <laughs> little do we know he's got a burner Twitter account called another reasonable take Chan. But... <laughs> no, you know, okay. You know what? Having heard what you've just said, fair play. I mean, that's, like, hey, look at the circumstances of the world today, and here you are. You know, how far from home, how far from your family in in a foreign land, and everything is happening as it is. I, I think there would be a significant amount of of concern, stress, anxiety, whether or not it's affecting all the players. Uh, it's arguably affecting at least one, and I could see it being more. So, you know, you know, Sam, I, I think you're maybe closer to uh being bang on than buy my screen bucks yeah i'm gonna buy i'm gonna i'm I'm going all in on those stonks (laughs) fair enough the uh, last news to share and this is something that you may not have known about if you happen to uh, miss sort of the quick discussion that took place in titan's cord uh, because the focus was on canucks sports entertainment so the Vancouver Titans are essentially owned, as we've talked about many times, by the same family that owns Canucks Sports Entertainment. In fact, functionally, here in Vancouver, when Canucks Sports Entertainment is spoken about, it can convey the Vancouver Canucks hockey team, the Vancouver Warriors lacrosse team, the Seattle Surge Call of Duty team, and the Vancouver Titans Overwatch League team. Well, a member of CSE, the Canucks Sports Entertainment Organization, tested positive for coronavirus disease, COVID-19. That was shared. Um, The person uh, was noted to work as a full-time member of the staff, uh, not in impacting or involved with players. Now, it didn't talk about players beyond the general term, so that could mean hockey players, lacrosse players, surge players, Titansburg, we don't know. But it does sort of hit close to home. I mean, this is uh, someone who may see uh, you know, members of the Titans may work with the staff that we know, like we don't know enough in, uh, for the, the, the you know protection of their individual privacy. We won't, which is perfectly fine, but it does sort of bring, you know, n- a new lens to the situation. And I, I, I bring this up only because, you know, I know there are some of you out there who listen to our podcast who may also have a direct connection to someone that, that, you know, has tested positive. So uh, the the only advice that I can can provide, which is sort of what we talked about earlier, is you know isolate, keep that distance. Social distancing is not a bad thing, 
Um, it doesn't mean that you have to disconnect from the entire world or people. Uh, do what we do. Start up a podcast, use an app to record it, um, or simply, you know, have a, a virtual conference of some sort. Or, hey, hop into a game and help carry me to, uh, to what is it? I'm in silver now? I want to be gold. Help carry me to gold. You'll, be, you gotta, you'll stay in silver after you play with me. Why'd you got to bring in more competition? <laughs> hey, you know, no one could ever be better than RSP. Hmm. True. Your best source for Vancouver Titans. We're available to get Aqua hired, though. <laughs> oh, Sam, Sam, Sam. Uh, Gotta you know do what? the let's, deals, man. Let's, let's take a quick break here to reset <laughs> Sam and uh, go directly into the fray. As we led off the podcast with, uh, the moment our episode went live, the entire Overwatch League was uh, thrown a tilt. Uh, coronavirus disease, COVID-19, uh, changed its world entirety. In, in entirety, the Overwatch League uh, canceled homestands for all of March and all of April. This was on March 11th. And, and that date when the Overwatch League made that announcement was in line with most traditional sports leagues doing much the same thing. And you had uh, the NBA, which we actually spoke about last episode, uh, not only postpone one game, but then that evening just decide, now we're shutting this league down because they had a player test positive. And of all the players to test positive, the one that does is the one that uh, made a big deal of it, to, you know, being a joke. Quick update, they already have six. Well, I yeah, I mean, these are players that are in close contact with each yeah. other. Um, we've seen other, you know, professional sports leagues shut down the National Hockey League. Uh, European soccer is, you know, non-existent. Like, even the WWE has decided to try to, uh, you know, slow itself down. And, I mean, they're all about entertainment. That said, they haven't completely shut themselves down. They're just doing these closed building events, which are kind of weird. Anyhow. Esports, though, not immune. Many esports uh, uh, leagues have, have found themselves uh, having to readjust their schedule because we have to take into consideration that any form of travel is likely most been restricted. Uh, and then there is the health to think about of the, the participants. So Overwatch League made that decision on March 11th, shut things down. That said, Pete Vastelica said on Twitter that same day, don't worry, things will still happen. We then waited two days. So Pete says things will still happen. And the belief was, is that they would play online. I mean, we talked about it on the last episode as well. I mean, this is an eSport. They play a video game. It's much easier to go and play th those games online than it would be for the NBA to go and fire up NBA, you know, 2K20 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty good at it, by the way. NBA players are good at NBA 2K20? No, NBA players are good at Call of Duty. Okay, well... I can't argue with that. I've seen a few players, uh, you know, play the new mode that launched uh, Warzone, mm. which I tried to jump into your group. I apologize for that, Sam. <laughs> That's okay. We'll get you in the next one. But uh, on March 13th, the Overwatch League announces that matches are going to be played live in an online format. 
Now, that online format wasn't entirely clear on March 13th when the announcement was shared, just that we are going to have matches come back next week. This past weekend, they had a special edition of Watchpoint. And it was during this special edition of Watchpoint that they announced that the teams will be narrowed down to three regions. You've got your region of China, which includes the Hunters, the Charge, the Spark, and the Dragons. Those four teams will play each other over the course of the next six weeks, minimum. You then had Western North America, which included the Titans, the Fuel, the Shock, the Gladiators, the Valiant, as well as the Dynasty. And you might be thinking, well, wait a minute. Why are the Dynasty considered North America? Well, it's because the Soul Dynasty were in North America when things started to uh, shut down. So, from a perspective of latency and fairness of play, the Dynasty are not going to go and play the four teams based in Asia. No, they'll play the teams that are, are based out west here in North America. And then the entire Atlantic sort of you know region, uh, which is now considered Eastern North America, so we're talking about the Rain, the Uprising, the Mayhem, the Outlaws, the Spitfire, the Fusion, the Excelsior, the Eternal, the Defiant, and the Justice. They're all playing matches against each other. So a completely unbalanced divisional lineup based on the geographic <laughs> location that each team happens to be present in. And the further twist is that we're probably going to see a, a schedule very much aligned with most of the teams in China playing because they've played zero. Uh, we'll see a further lean towards Western North America because, again, you've got teams like the Shock who've played once uh, and whereas the Titans have played twice. I think the Glads have played twice as well. But again, teams that haven't played a whole lot. And in Eastern North America, they have the most teams and probably we'll see the fewest matches between them because the idea, Thank God. the idea is that once we get into April, the teams will be relatively equal in matches played. Mm-hmm. I'm the last cool the last thing that came out of that is that the All-Star Weekend was moved to the postseason and the midseason tournament was canceled. All of that makes sense. Um, actually, it wasn't the last thing. There was also the uh, uh, Hero Pool update that took place where they were going to go and try to redo how the Hero uh, Pools were, were defined for, yeah. for competitive Overwatch. But hey, you know what? If you can go and ban two support heroes, why not? <laughs> I'm still a little bit uh, salty. <laughs> yeah i mean i just climbed to plot with anna i was doing so well and then they took her away i am so salty about it that's funny because i climbed to 1100 with anna <laughs> well teach their own climb you know it's a decline <laughs> decline and I, I, it's 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 the right thing to do right esports is basically for it was forged online no matter what you think this is the only chance we've got to complete and have a competitive season. We have that advantage over like the traditional sports side of things. Our matches aren't really happening in real life to begin with. So <laughs> you can like cut down on, on the exposure of, of, of the fans and the crowds and uh, do them online. About those um, regions, I'm really looking forward to seeing the new new teams, not the new teams, the old teams. We haven't really seen the Chinese team play obviously in addition to the Western uh, side of NA and then Seoul. So um, it seems like those teams for, for the time being won't be playing any other teams outside of their group until that week 14 in May. I think it starts in May, at May 9th when homesteads are still on the table uh, and the first ones being Seoul and Paris. And then after that, I think it's the Titans turn actually to host. So yeah, a lot to look forward to. 
it's a cramped schedule. There are so many games, like starting from from like morning all the way to like nine p.m. for the start time for the last game of the day. Yeah. Well, and that's yeah. When you say morning, we're talking about like first match kicks off at one a.m. Pacific. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Luckily, and the last Omni match is, is like nine p.m. Yeah. <laughs> I'm air quoting, but nobody here listening can see it. <laughs> I can. I can hear it. <laughs> I I like it. I actually think that like I would have agreed with like a Asia region to begin with. Like I think what's really cool about Overwatch League and where the teams are placed is that I think it can build together some sort of like Champions League vibe overall, right? And I I think we talked about this probably well over a year ago. Is mm-hmm. is that you know hopefully someday, um you know Europe has enough teams in his division to meet its own division and then you really you have four divisions the pacific the real the real pacific the real atlantic um as well as europe and and asia division and i think that's you know and if we're going to extend even further maybe like a like an oceana division that would be really cool too but this idea of like you know they're going to play each other quite a few times you're going to build rivalries like that you know vancouver will hate dallas or i guess dallas is a terrible place to 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 talk about for a rivalry but just it was the first name that came to mind um and you really build those rivalries up over time in the division and then whoever you know you know survives those sluggernauts they compete against the other regions and that's kind of for for those that aren't soccer experts or, or even into soccer at all like champions league is kind of like really you get to boast that you're one of the best teams in the world yeah. um and they have this very you know exquisite you know system of how the teams get in from from all the leagues throughout the world um and kind of siphon their way through so i feel like that you know i'm talking very very long term which is very hard to imagine at this very moment but like i i like the idea that that shanghai is going to play guangzhou a lot and and things like that i think it could be a lot of fun actually yeah like it's nice that's what we have Obviously, personal, personally, I'd like to see every team play every other team, but unfortunately, we cannot really get that. Um, your line about <laughs> developing a rivalry between the Titans and the Dallas Fuel reminded me another quote from <laughs> Mad Men when, when that guy came up to Draper, I think he said, I hate you. And Draper was like, I don't think about you at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oh, and the last bit that you talked about, Lightforce, uh, about the All-Star Weekend move to postseason and, and that stuff, like, it's expected. You you don't get cake if there's barely any bread to eat. So we got to make some, you know, time to spare with how cramped the games are going to be. Anyways. Oh, no. All the analogies today. Well, that's, that's the power of notes. It looks like I'm just, you know, freestyling <laughs> here, but I'm not. <laughs> Try uh, it. It's a good, uh, good me, thing. Me too. Me too. Also <laughs> notes. This is all scripted, actually. (laughs) Yeah, scripted is a good way to define uh, the approach that we take to uh, recording (laughs) content each and every week. Um, But uh, yes, I mean, the the pushed online play, I think, uh, is something that doesn't surprise anyone. Uh, What does surprise me a little bit, and it's only because of what they've done with the Call of Duty League, is that there is still the hope that the... um, homestands can take place because the call of duty league from what i understand they've decided they're just going whole hog online the rest of the season hmm. so hmm. it's not interesting. as much of an investment maybe well it could be i mean it's just really interesting that you know one of the siblings is still going to try to gut it out and the other one's like yeah oh well 
Like, yeah, yeah I, I think it has a large part to do with Call of Duty being its first season, and right. they just they don't have the infrastructure, they don't have the the experience. Um, or- and honestly, because because it's Activision and Blizzard, like the the people that know what they're doing, <laughs> hard to hard for me to say this should be should be the people who've been doing Overwatch League for a while versus also, you know yeah all the stuff going on with Call of Duty. Also, the demand from fans and like how fans are yearning to see their teams play on the big stage for the first time. I can't imagine yeah. like the Call of Duty franchising franchises having like even half of that type of following or desire mm-hmm. to watch their games live. Mm-hmm. And the last thing we'll mention before we actually talk about the matches that are going to happen this week, like actually happen. Last week it was a total faint because we thought, oh, here's what you're going to watch, and then it got canceled. This I week had to edit matches. the spreadsheet. I had to actually remove. <laughs> the spreadsheet. Come on, it's fine. You know I didn't pick the Toronto match. Don't worry, I'll I'll give you a bonus this week. Um, yes. The map pool is adjusting going into week seven, so we're going to see it for control: Ilios, Oasis, Busan, Nepal, and Lijiang Tower. For assault, we're going to see Hanamura, Volsky Industries, and Paris. Uh, hybrid: Hollywood, Eichenwald, Nambani, and Escort, Rialto, Route sixty six, and Dorado. So those are the maps that we're going to see starting week seven. Now, the fact that the map pool is shifting isn't too big of a surprise. We knew that would happen at some point. Uh, in fact, it might happen many points throughout the season prior to all of this taking place. But it's just interesting that it's happening conveniently when the shift goes online. Part of me wonders, was it just like, ah, you know what? Here's the time we're going to do it. It just makes sense. Or is there any thought that maybe these maps are more conducive to an online experience like, which I, I, maps have the lowest latency <laughs> yeah, well that's i think a fair point to, to potentially uh, bring up is that you know are we trying to make the online experience the best possible and these are the maps that do it because i don't know what goes into the the, the code side of the the game so they're, they're trying to like match the latency to the real life locations well paris is pretty far so mm. we got to calculate for that I'm just happy there's no havana <laughs> well i'm uh, as long we as get Paris. Playing that map. Yeah. Mm. So it's time to talk about matches. Uh, this weekend online, we're going to see the Seoul Dynasty take on the San Francisco Shock and the Los Angeles Gladiators take on the LA Valiant. That is on Saturday. On Sunday, the Gladiators will take on the Dynasty and then the Valiant will take on the Shock. Again, four of the group of what we would call NA West plus Seoul. The two of you have said that uh, the must-watch match is the Seoul Dynasty and the San Francisco Shock. Well, Sam went off the board, and he decided that the Battle of L.A. was a good one uh, as well, though he did give us a Sunday pick. Me, on the other hand, I'm just happy that there's Overwatch League matches to watch, because quite frankly, as a sports fan, (laughs) I've been going through some serious withdrawal. (laughs) I'm just happy we don't have to watch Paris, Toronto, Boston, London, and like freaking houston play again toronto toronto no more toronto <laughs> at least for the time being so i'm gonna ask you the, the two of this like so the shock dynasty over or the battle of la on the is that just a matter you wanted to see the shock play i wanted to see soul play actually more than the shock i'm really oh. excited about that team yeah yeah it's Which, their it's their season opener technically right true yes yeah Mm-hmm. And in the Battle of LA, I think there's you know some compelling compelling storylines behind it. Um, they're probably more equal than you know 
people may give credit to. It's just a shame that the Battle of LA is going is an online. Uh, <laughs> True, you know, match right. Like, wouldn't that be kind of cool if it, there was a homestand? Like, seeing sort of the two crowds because they'll both come out to wherever the homestand happened to be. I mean, it 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 is somewhat of a shame. I'm just curious to see how production is going to look like. Are they going to show the players, or will it be the like intros or something like that? Not sure. Well, they, you're going to see probably. Well, I shouldn't say. Maybe it's the curse of Light Force. I was going to say you're probably <laughs> going to see better production. Oh, being that they're now controlling yeah. it online. I mean, they're going to have, uh, you know, watch point there. I think it might just be a one person watch point in mind you, but they'll have watch point. Uh, the casters uh, have been shared. So I think we're actually going to get uh, uh, Bren and Sideshow and then uh, Hex and Jaws as our, our online casters. Now, how it's broken up will probably be all four of them over the course of the weekend sort of splitting the matches up. Um, it will then make, you know, some craziness take place the following week when they have the 1 a.m. kickoffs. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I guess that's going to be uh, Wolf and Achilles. And <laughs> yeah. But anyhow, um, any other compelling storylines from this weekend? I, I actually, to be honest, don't have any other. And I'm just happy that it's that it's back. Sunday, I'm going to be bleeding blue and yellow. Going to be cheering for that upset. I want to see that upset. I don't know why. I just want to see the shark. You actually see the train? Sorry? And the McGravy train? Yeah, as long as it's the shark going down. I don't see that as having any upset potential. I don't see that either, but I'm going to cheer for it regardless. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's there's greater likelihood of an upset against the Dynasty. I'm a Suns fan. I'm, I'm used to being disappointed. It's true. It's very true. No, I, I like the Battle of LA because it's also the Battle of the Losers. These are the two teams that the <laughs> Titans played. And so they get to duke it out to see who's the better loser. So that's always cool. We're not the worst. We're yeah. not the worst. But I'd be interested if it was even a match. Because, I mean, we were we were throwing the Valiant under the bust for the beginning of the season. And the Glads looked way better than we thought they did. And it turns out so did the Valiant. So, you know, good on them. I think they should just merge the two teams. It'll be actually a dis- decent roster. Move one <laughs> of the teams to, like, Munich. And then we could finally have our Europe division. There'd only be three there. Is three enough to make a division? I don't know. We did a whole weekend with four teams. Yeah, true. I guess you need one more or else you just get a buy, like, in our in our fantasy pool. <laughs> Oh, speaking of the fantasy pool, I believe I won a, a, a match because I had the buy, so that was good. I didn't lose the buy. I don't know how to, this works. Like I'm, I pick players. I don't even know who I got. It's just crazy. I lost the match because I didn't put a player on and I just left it vacant. Mm. I get 25 did. points for putting any player on regardless of if they play. I'm not good at fantasy sports. Like I like the simplicity of like the old days where you pick a player and you just got the points that they got. None of this like crazy math and a team and a bench and all that jazz. They just want to suck you in and look at those ads as long as possible. Moving on. Let's talk a little bit about the game itself. So uh, the archives event showed up. Uh, This I think had more to do with everything that might have been going on in some that uh, you had the Overwatch League Council, uh, people starting to 
uh, isolate and self-distance. Uh, so it arrived early as, as we would normally expect. And then it arrived on, I believe, a Thursday, which don't, you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but usually Thursdays is not when they push out new modes. Um, in the Archivist event, however, there's a bunch of new skins that are available, um, as they have done with past events. Uh, getting your nine wins in the week gets you uh, a couple of sprays, uh, a uh, profile and uh, uh, skin. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it's also introduced the uh, uh, sort of archives modes, but no sort of new map. Like we're not getting new lore, new story out of it, but it is introduced sort of new, new um Submodes to these. So, like, I've played molten molten cores where you kill a, a mob and they drop lava, like Torbzalt. That was tough. Like, both that, of them are so hard. Like, I we I did successfully beat molten cores with the team I had. Um, our Baptiste went just ham, um, and then glass cannon. Though I have yet to figure out how to do glass cannon. Um, Michael and I were playing it and the difficulty with glass glass cannon is, is any of the DPS heroes are pretty much, yeah. you know, dead. The I moment think you they should get hit. just go like four tanks or something like that. Well, you, but you, the thing is just even the tanks themselves can't take a, a beating. You would still need some form of heals taking place heals. and, yeah, and yeah, your yeah. healer, you know, can't, can't die. Like it's, <laughs> it's brutal. You got to go two two tanks, two supports. It's basically your uh, archives uh, goats. goats. Yeah, mini mini goats. Yeah, Baby I mean the, the skins are great though. This uh, uh, in this uh, event, I want to play that Anine comp so bad, but I can't. Aww. Plus, uh, there was a good uh, soldier buff coming out, and which I uh, whom I've used to destroy one of our uh, listeners online. Hmm. Actually, he recognized me, and I was so excited seeing that in chat. Like, oh, are you Omnistar from RSP? I'm like, yes, I am. Well, and then there was another guy who's like, oh, I didn't actually believe it was you who, like, uh, I guess was your mercy or something yeah. like that. Uh, so that was pretty cool. I mean, I and, you know, a little bit off the rails. I've had a couple times where people are like, oh, are you Light Force from RSP? I think it's pretty cool when if you listen to our podcast and you happen to see one of us in game, that you one say, Hey, are you so-and-so from so-and-so? Uh, but two, it almost guarantees you're going to get yourself a shout out, whether it be on social or on a podcast. That's funny. Cause I never get that. <laughs> well, okay. That's because in game you're chicken Jawa. Mm-hmm. No one knows. I also can- have like a Florida mayhem profile or something. Mm. I yeah, think yeah. I've been into the Chengdu logo lately. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And you don't have like a, a signature move. Like when Light Force charges off the map, they probably, yeah. oh, isn't that that guy that from true. the RSP podcast? Oh, yeah. I own that stuff. That's true. I need a signature move. Should it be tracering off the blip? Just right off the map? Killing yourself with the alt is a good one. Ooh, yeah. that's a pretty good one, too. Got to think about this. The uh, other thing that came with the uh, archives event, outside of you know skins and the modes and all that, is uh, an update. Now, the changes that uh, came within to the game from the experimental mode that didn't sort of happen. So Bob is not immune to sleep. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> thing. Um, it still blows my mind that you know in that experimental mode. You could sleep everything. You could sleep a, a, a sim turret. You could sleep a torb turret. But Bob, man. He's like highly caffeinated and can't be slept. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Bob don't sleep. And then uh, the the May wall. Now, once you break one of the pillars, everyone can go through. It used to be it had to be essentially a small character, small hitbox. Uh, now all characters can go through. Uh, the timer to assemble uh, heroes has been reduced a little bit. So Thank if you, you don't get yourself rolling off to the point on uh, defend, you're going to get caught behind. Um, the other change is how time bank is accrued. So if both teams have more than two minutes left in their time bank, then what will occur is the timer will be dropped until one of those teams hits two minutes. So the change means that, you know, one, less opportunity to actually, you know, complete a, a, a an additional map or mode. Uh, but uh, second of all, that even the team that has the higher amount of time doesn't have as much time either. So it, it I feel, will potentially produce more opportunity for draws. Hmm. But then I don't play competitive modes all that much, so who knows? Maybe I'm completely out to lunch. Maybe this is a bronze thing. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things you don't really notice until you read into it, and then <clears throat> once you become aware of it in-game, it might actually throw you off a bit. And finally, before we look to wrap up this episode, there is likely a new hero inbound. Uh, just this week, the uh, Overwatch Twitter account started uh, tweeting out some lore. So uh, on Monday, we got uh, a text lore piece, the personal log of Dr. Mina Liao, uh, that talks about a project called Imitating Jack. And for those who don't know who Jack is, that's a soldier. It's my cat. <laughs> that too. Uh, we then got a, uh, audio slash video clip, uh, released today. That being Tuesday, we record on Tuesdays. Uh, and it's, it's got this voice that kind of sounds like the voice we heard with echo in, um, whether it be in overwatch two or in the ash sort of, you know, video and lore piece with McCree. We're going to, based on this cadence, see something more come out. In fact, with our luck and what was now known as the RSP Light Force Curse, the hero will be announced on Wednesday about 12.05 because we go live at 12 noon. And at 12.05, that's when they'll announce the hero and it'll be crazy. <laughs> yeah, at this point, there are only two realistic options. It's either Echo or it's not. <laughs> Stay tuned. Support, though? Do we, do we feel it's going to be support? I'm more anxious. I, I don't mind it to be a different uh, role. I just want another flying character. Because mm. Far is so lonely up there. I know Mercy is kind of bouncing around, but I want to see more stuff up in the sky. Make the make the game a bit more vertical. It's harder for me to point the mouse up, though. So just play Torb. Your turret will do the job. <laughs> My turret has oh. gotten zero kills. Tor Torb is so much fun. He is... And I, it's fun actually seeing him in like Overwatch League as well. You know, and I, I drive people nuts. And like I've said this before in previous episodes, in Mr. Heroes, if I get Torb, oh my God, that hammer comes out. And let me tell you, I'm looking for hammer kills. I'm just running around, you know, popping my molten core and, and trying to, you know, hit people with a hammer. It's like a mini Ryan. They should give Ryan's hammer to Torb. That'll be sweet. You know what? I think the Torb needs his own little shield too. Yeah. Big enough to protect him and absolutely nothing else. Maybe Mercy's left leg, but merge him with the Brigitte. Yeah. The character. I was like, well, you just want a mini grind. 
Oh, I, every every character needs to be more like Reinhardt. Oh, and if if he does get Ryan's hammer, they should give Torp's hammer to Ryan. That'll be sweet. <laughs> That's like one of those like Mario Kart like uh, specials, right? Making them small, making them large. Yeah, that'll be mm. that, yeah. That'll be cool. So yes, new hero probably coming uh, out very soon, if not announced. Like again, moments after we go live, but that's the uh, the way of the world, you know. So here we are wrapping up an episode. Uh, I did say I wanted to shake things up. I wanted to see what you, our listeners, had question wise, and I asked on Twitter today. Uh, we got one question uh, from uh, it's Botstaff, which I believe that's who you ran into. Oh, um, our friend Juicy Booty. Yeah. So uh, question was, any plans to have community private games, like a small lobby of 12 against each other? I like that idea. Like, I actually kind of mm-hmm. think it would be cool if, if we were to go and, and organize something like that. Do we Once, have 12 friends, though? Okay, well, I would think the, if the three of us could show up, each one of us probably has a friend. Michael will probably be able to come out, and I think Michael will have a friend. So right there, we've got probably half of what we need i like how none of us used our friend spots for michael poor michael well i'm, I'm presuming michael is all of our friends so let will play too for sure okay so look see we're getting numbers here does yeah. lana have a friend probably i have to ask though lena seems to be a little more competitive than the rsp approach is sort of oh wild. man no no i can't have her listen to the show because she'll get mad what are you talking well, about? She's carrying. She's she's, she's carrying. Yeah, yeah, like I'm not saying anything bad. It's just I I feel bad that Nobody. when Lena has to play Overwatch with the likes of me, Man. that it frustrates her to the point that uh, you know she'll tell you to no longer record episodes when things don't go her way. Oof. Okay, you said that yourself, man. If she yeah, that's on you, man. In trouble. We like that's Sam and I. Oh, just overwatching. <laughs> But yeah, no, I think, uh, you know, when things sort of settled down, which is a big ask, but, you know, one that I think will start to happen at some point, we get some additional normalcy. I think organizing a community, you know, private game would be cool. The next step is seeing the Vancouver Titans do something like that, though with the season sort of resuming in their world, probably a lot less likely for them to get involved. But that's definitely something we can handle. Let's just hope that Stitch doesn't have to play with you two guys again. My friend, it was gonna be Stitch. You ruined it. <laughs> what? You're not. You're not bringing Bumper. Ooh, uh, time zones is a little bit hard. Still owes me that one v one on the Hanzo. <laughs> well, okay. Are are you talking about Bumper or are you talking about the real Bumper? They're one and the same. That's okay. It, that's, it could be it. I haven't I, seen him in a while, so you know, he probably blocked you now. Oh, so here we are wrapping up an episode, one that we uh, believe will let us uh, present, preview, and potentially talk about next week, Overwatch League matches. It is a crazy world that we live in today, and hopefully some normalcy is is brought back to it uh, come this weekend. But any uh, final words of wisdom or you know hot tips you wish to share to all of our listeners, guys? I guess it's not just the flu. No, it's not. It is more than just the flu. So I was actually looking for hot tips and quotes to to pass along during these turbulent times. And one of my friends gave me this. So I'm just going to read it out for you guys. It's some encouragement. 
The only way out is through. And the only way through is together. That's two dudes called Robert Frost and John Green. Take care, guys. I, I don't know how to follow that. How do I follow that? I don't know. I could read the phone number. You could, you know, send us a text message, but then send those are equally as encouraging. But uh, voicelink.fm slash race at pwn is where you can also provide your words of wisdom and hot tips that we can go and insert in episodes. It's hey, I'm trying to mix things up. I want to get more people involved. And uh, whichever way I can uh, is, you know, a way I want to do it. Uh, jump in RSP Discord. So discord.io slash ready set pwn. Come take part in the conversation. We've got a really good crew in, in RSP Court. I was even commenting about that today. You know, I appreciate everyone in Titan Squad, but sometimes Titan Squad gets a you know a little rocky, a little out of sorts. RSP Court, chill, coolest people on the internet. Hell yeah. And finally, if you happen to listen to other Overwatch or Overwatch League podcasts, I am looking to try to bring all of sort of the podcast community together uh, to sort of help each other out, um, but also, you know, build upon the products that uh, you've come to appreciate and listen to. Now, I know for many of you, uh, you might just listen to RSP, and that's cool. Continue to listen to us. But I do want to let you know there are other, you know, solid producers of of content, uh, some that are team-specific, some that are simply league in general. So, you know, if you do know of one, you listen to one, reach out to them, say, hey, you should check out RSP. They're trying to uh, bring it all together. They may have already been in touch, but that's something I'm trying to do. And the hope is that you, our listeners, benefit from it, whether it be uh, additional guest spots, us being able to go and, and bring you uh, the latest and greatest from other parts of, of the league, and, and ultimately the expanded network. So again, stay tuned. Some pretty exciting things are, are in the works. So on behalf of Sam at another Sam Chan, Omni at Omni Strife, myself, Chris at Lightforce, you can find us online at Ready Set Pwn, which is on Twitter, Instagram, as well as ReadySetPwn.com. But I'm going to sign off this episode with those magical two words, catchphrase. Thank you.